0: These days, news comes at you fast. But the truth? Getting there takes time.
1: There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet.
0: Embedded is a podcast that takes the time to look beyond the headlines. How how did this
2: happen? How did we get here? With original documentary storytelling. Listen to NPR's Embedded wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey there. This episode of Ask Me Another originally aired at the beginning of June. Boring, baring <laughs> Boring, baring,
3: Hey, Afira, How you doing?
0: Hey. Oh, I think we should change that question. It's so hard.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is fair. That okay. is fair. It's not a fair question to ask.
0: Yeah, we know how we're doing. Okay, so I, why don't you ask me, aren't you happy to hear from me?
3: <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good idea. Sure. let's Let's okay. try that now. All right. Hey, Ophira. Isn't it great to hear from me?
0: It is, Jonathan. It is always great to hear from you. <laughs> it's great to hear from you too. You know, I, hi. I, hi. I was thinking about this new episode that we have this week, and on one hand, it feels weird to do comedy right now, but on the other hand, yeah, making this show brings me a lot of joy.
3: I mean, it's it's uh, it's good to see your friends and tell some dumb jokes and laugh together and and, and have a good time.
0: Yeah, and, you know, small distractions are important, too.
3: <laughs> they are crucial. Well, with that in mind, uh, should I should I do the song? Yes. From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from our respective homes in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Trivia, Ask Me Another, now available with Curbside Pickup. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
0: Thanks, Jonathan. And you know, this show does feel like a big virtual hug where everyone has sweater paws. (laughs) From the podcast, The Unofficial Expert, we have comedians Marie Faustin and Sydney Washington, and they team up in a game about tall things. And then, get this, today's episode marks the end of NPR's longtime quest to interview each member of the Queer Eye Fab Five. We're going to chat with interior design expert Bobby Burke. But first, Jonathan and I are putting on our matching best friend bracelets to check in with real life besties, the co host of Quibby's Game Show, comedian Matt Rogers, and SNL writer Sudi Green.
3: And just as a heads up, we should tell you that we recorded this episode in pieces over the last few weeks. Radio Magic makes it sound like it is happening live, but it is not.
0: That's right. So now that we've revealed our biggest secret, let's play some games. Mm-hmm. And here they are, two fantastic comedians, Sudie Green and Matt Rogers. Hello. Hi.
4: Hi, indeed. Thank you for having us.
0: <laughs> Jonathan and I just talked about not saying this, but how are you doing today? <sighs> you yeah. know, I think that
4: we are... Um it's just really tough it's it's really tough and my heart and all my energy is with everyone that is um protesting right now because it's yeah. a it's it's a watershed moment I, I was talking to Sudi about this and she called it a tipping point for really the world and um you know what Black Lives Matter and um I'm just yeah you know, there aren't words but there are yep. so many
0: um, I think the one thing that I just find really hard is just watching the negative reactions to people doing potentially positive things right. with ugh, like that just drives me crazy,
4: yeah, but you know, yeah. I, I think that, um. What I think a lot of, or all white people should be doing is reaching out to people that uh, that are saying these things where they they seem empathetic, but then they say things like, "But shouldn't they be getting their point across in a different way?" It's like we know how to answer this. Like, just tell tell that white family member of yours, you know, it's not our job to police anyone's rage and grief about this, and also right. really really understand where you're getting your information. The fact of the matter is, the mainstream media is not reporting the news. They're not reporting the news and um, or they're reporting the news in, in, through a filter that's appropriate for them. So so much to say about this. But yeah. I, I think that it's just so important to support the people who are um, screaming out in pain right now because they're doing that for a reason. And we all should be in solidarity.
0: Yeah. You know, and I, I know that uh, we're going to play. We have like a few <laughs> fun games, and we are going to do something that has no uh, bearing in like the exact moment. So, yeah, I just also wanted to be like, hi. Yeah, no, it's a <laughs> to You know, to check in.
1: great, great. Also, like, grateful for a distraction, too, you know, and like, this was on the cow, and I'm excited about it.
5: Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it sounds like you guys have a competitive
4: spirit as friends. I think that that's not inaccurate.
1: (laughs) I would say that we're both good at different things. And those things we like to rub in the other person's face. (laughs) Yeah. Healthy. All right, this is going to be great. Okay, so
0: your first game is about celebrities who have distinctive stage voices. Oh, my
4: God. Or okay.
0: character voices. Uh, we're going to play you a clip of their normal speaking voice. Mm-hmm. You just have to guess the celebrity.
4: Okay, so is it like a thing of we can both sort of yell out the answer? Oh,
0: no. We'll be going back and forth.
4: Okay, got <gasps> it. That okay. Makes it. That really puts the pressure on it.
0: Yeah. Okay, Sudi, this is for you. Here's your first clip. A lot of my favorite acting just comes where I'm like I'm looking at a Meryl Streep
4: or somebody or whatever and, and it's like what she's doing when the other person is talking because that's what's really that's where the character becomes. So
5: mm-hmm.
4: just the content of that made me laugh. It's great, yes, right? Acting, <laughs> acting is reacting, yes. I
1: don't even have a a a wildly incorrect guess to throw out there. Okay. I do about-
5: Bradley
0: Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> it's bradley cooper sounds so serious all right how about here's a, a little clip of the character voice as a hint
2: Ow! Oh, i popped that baby out so i can bring my transformation chamber inside i'm gonna holler down to the basement and set up my a laboratory <laughs> it's urkel yeah <laughs>
1: stefan Urkel. name.
0: his name is um oh shoot jaleel white Jaleel White, obviously. Jaleel
1: White.
0: Yes, but I understand because in that, right, Stefan Urkel. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Stefan Urkel, famously, (laughs) yeah. Stefan Urkel. I mean, (laughs) the height of comedy was really when Urkel would come out as Stefan Urkel and absolutely make all the girls a week in the knees. I mean, I think we all laughed at that one.
1: (laughs) We
0: loved it. We
4: loved it. We loved that classic sitcom moment. But
0: now we understand it's because he was just responding.
4: Truly. Well, really, yes. Where was he to say that acting was reacting?
3: <laughs> all right, Matt, here's
6: one for you. Love it. Tons of energy, and the fans were going crazy. We showed clips from the 20th anniversary special. They had all the costume characters walked in, and uh, the audience went way more crazy for the costume characters than they did for us.
4: Oh, wow. I have no idea.
3: This is um, a hard game because you don't, the, all of these voices are, you don't, this is sort of their non-character voice, so it's hard yeah, to tell yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. who they are.
4: Give them a hint. Um, yeah, can I have a hint?
3: I will give you a hint. Uh yeah. he plays a cartoon character. Yeah. That was Who is yellow?
1: Hmm. Oh. Is it the woman who plays Lisa oh, Simpson? Oh, it's Hank
4: Azaria.
3: <laughs> no, and it is not a, it is not a Simpson.
1: What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a uh it's a creature. Is it a creature? It's a creature? It's a it's a creature. A sea creature. A sea Oh. Spongebob?
3: That is Spongebob. Yeah, that's Tom Kenny.
0: Oh my Mom, God, the, Spongebob the, <laughs> sounds like a daddy.
4: I know, I know. a cute course, voice. Of course, it's the famous Tom Kenny. The household name, Tom Kenny.
0: But wait so let's let <laughs> let's
4: just do this for a second.
0: Uh... <laughs> Producer Travis, can you play just a couple
6: seconds from that clip again? Tons of energy and the fans were going crazy. We showed clips from the 20th anniversary.
0: <laughs> no way! Okay, now, now play, you hear it, right? Now play SpongeBob.
6: Permission yep. to come aboard, Captain? I've been training my whole life for the day I could join the Krusty Crew, and now I'm
1: ready. You can hear the rasp. I totally you can hear the rasp. Yes,
6: same <laughs> rasp, exactly. I mean, definitely,
1: wow. it lives yeah. in the
4: same vocal world, and that's how I mean. He's clearly that is his voice, but that is a talent. Yeah. It sounds like. Congratulations, Tom Kenny, on your talent (laughs) as
0: a voiceover actor. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Sudi. This one's
5: (gasps) for you. Like, I'm not the the rapper, typical rapper. I don't freestyle. No. (laughs) I don't have a book of rhymes. No. You know, I just go make party music, like, for y'all to party to, right? Yeah.
0: (gasps) Wow, live crowds. They seem so obnoxious. Yeah. I think it's iced tea. You know what? I realize as a hint, this might help.
1: Try this.
5: Yeah. <gasps> well. What? Okay.
1: Okay. It's Lil, and I could go two ways with this because you know I got it mixed up, John. Yeah, let's write. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. See, I don't
4: know. That feels kind of like playing SpongeBob before I guessed.
0: Hey, you have 14 more questions, Matt. <laughs> all right, cool. Then let's just
1: go.
4: Congratulations, Sudi, on knowing what...
1: Okay!
4: I knowing that was Lil John. It. Congratulations. Totally really you know good. I
1: almost said Lil Wayne, and I'm ashamed. I had to do... I had to, like, really think about it.
4: First of all, Queen, I know exactly what type you are, and you were one of those girls at junior prom slamming it to the ground to get low by Lil John, and I know exactly who you are.
1: You know, I absolutely was. Yes. In my Jessica McClintock cupcake dress, <laughs> shaking it, wearing the one thong that I own.
4: Cut to me having an anxiety attack in the, in the bathroom because a girl is following
3: me around the dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, this is your opportunity for redemption. Fab.
1: Okay, so every time I do a piece of uh, reverse painting on acrylic, I have to seal the back because acrylic is not very... It's...
4: I'm sorry. I, I, I literally started <laughs> laughing immediately because it sounds like Kyle Richards, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, like, not Kyle Richards. There's no way correct. it's Kyle Richards, but it does sound like <laughs> Kyle Richards. And then I just couldn't get the image of like Kyle Richards like talking about it paint <laughs> out of my head and i was like well it's not <laughs> it's not but i can't stop thinking about it um i don't know can i get like an oral hint like sudi had yeah i think i think we can do that okay damn tv you've ruined my
1: imagination just like you've ruined my ability oh to-
4: that's bart simpson that's Yeardley smith
3: no that's the other one it's not what? yardley smith Yeardley uh, smith is is uh is lisa simpson
4: Oh, come on now. All right, so we know it's Bart, <laughs> and, but, but I don't know the woman's name who plays Bart.
3: Uh, I guess I will tell you then. It you is Nancy to. Cartwright.
4: Nancy Cartwright. Okay, yes. Now she's a queen. Oh, my <laughs> yes. goodness. Yes,
3: she is. Yes, she is.
4: A legend, even.
0: Oh, And over. a painter. And a painter. And, and
4: apparently a painter. With I know. acrylics. Guess what? You, you guys did great.
0: You both we did, did okay. fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic.
4: I'm excited okay. to see how the rest of this unravels.
0: Oh, we are going on a journey. Don't you worry. After the break, we're going to play another game with comedian Sudi Green and Matt Rogers. And later, I'll change my Zoom background to a stock photo of a tastefully decorated home for my chat with Queer Eye's interior design expert, Bobby Burke. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs> This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from
2: scratch, and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world, and that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Do you ever wish you could get your stories in three hours rather than three minutes? Or maybe you're sick of doom scrolling, getting
0: your news in bits and pieces. That is where Embedded comes in. We bring you documentary
2: series that will change the way you think about things. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and face mask tan lines. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
0: Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with two comedians who are also best friends, returning contestant Matt Rogers and first-time player Sudi Green. Okay, are you ready for another game? (gasps) Yes! Yes! All right, Matt, Sudi, you're going to work together in this next game. Actually, we're all going to work together in this next game. It's just Ooh. a quick little uh, interlude here. Okay. Uh, this is called Fact Bag. I've got a couple great mm-hmm. tr- random trivia questions that I don't know the answer to, and we'll just talk it out, uh, see if we can guess okay. the answer, and then I, I believe my producer will be revealing the answer to me in the chat. Okay. I love that. In February 2020, someone at Cambridge University's library's special collections discovered what serving as a bookmark in a 500 year old manuscript. Hmm. I'm going to say a sandwich.
3: A
4: sandwich. My problem with like any sandwich I order at like a restaurant or something or whatever, if I order a sandwich, my problem is always there is too much bread. Like Great. the ciabatta rolls and everything, it's just so much bread. And then afterwards, you're just tired.
0: I also don't like it, if we're just going to talk sandwiches, when That's, they've created a sandwich that has a stack in it that you actually can't fit into your mouth. I don't like thank that. Thank you for that. That's I don't important. like that.
4: And some of these burgers that the young girls are, are making... Come
1: on Ooh, now! No, like, with these burgers, they're not suitable for a mouth. And you know what would happen not when suitable. I was when I was coming up the, the, with the girls and the burgers. When I was coming up, what would happen would be that you would get a squishy bun, right?
4: And then that burger oh, the and
1: greasy, that cheese, squishy
0: bun, and yeah, you would obviously squish squishy it. bun.
1: And then you're holding that that burger one hand, and you're driving down the boulevard with the other. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was what we're missing, kind of today. Yeah, it's we true. lost
4: sight of that. Sudi, what is your instinct?
1: Well, my first instinct was a marijuana cigarette. Ooh, um, but I'm gonna roll that back and I'm gonna say a cigarette.
3: A cigarette.
1: Also, uh, maybe, how about an earring? Oh, that's good. And when they opened up the manuscript, they were like, who have you been with? This is not yeah. my earring. And <laughs> yeah, you have been yeah, cheating yeah. on me in the library.
0: And that's actually where it got more interesting. <laughs> All right, Travis, what's what's the answer? Ah! A half-eaten chocolate chip cookie. Damn. Wow. Oh, oh man. That's awful. The cookie left a sizable stain on the paper. Librarian Emily Dourish guessed that a schoolboy accidentally dropped it in the book and forgot about it 50 years ago.
4: Unbelievable. These schoolboys.
0: Cambridge's message to the public was, don't use baked goods to mark your place. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> All right, that was Fact Bag. Uh, now we've got one more game for you. And this one is about recent historical events. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> that was fake and lovely. Yeah. Uh, we are going to give you an event that happened in the recent past and then mm-hmm. two song titles. Okay. Your job is to pick the song that was released in the same year as the historic event. <gasps> Love that. But Love that. it's not that easy you have to sing part of that song in order to get the point. But the good news is we award points for both correct answers and just committed performances, which I know you're both capable of. Matt, this is for you. Okay. The event is the U.S. soccer player Brandy Chastain scores the World Cup winning penalty kick and then whips off her jersey. What song was released the same year? Was it A- Taylor Swift, we are never, ever getting back together. Or B, TLC, no scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs is the guy that can't get no love from me. A 1,000 points. 1,000 <laughs> wow. points.
1: That is so incredible. And just before my turn um, happens, I just want you guys to know that Matt and I were in a musical sketch group together. Um, And the way that he pitched being in the group to me was, um, we really need somebody to write. So (laughs) I'm going to sing these answers. (laughs)
3: All right, Sudi, here's one for you. The Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City are held. What song came out that year? Is it A, Taylor Swift, You Need to Calm Down, or B, Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy?
1: Skater boy, dancing later boy.
4: (laughs) You are correct. Well done. I also my favorite, my favorite, my favorite lyric of Skater Boy is, "He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more (laughs) obvious?" It's like, well yeah you could make a, a lot of gender idea. things going on here. Yeah. Also, maybe she's not interested. Right.
0: She lives in a binary. <laughs> uh, I just have to tell you that there's glass doors to this little office I'm in, and my four year old has a pair of binoculars on the other side of it that he's using to look at me oh that's that's coming well,
1: <laughs> What's she up to? She's so far away. yeah. Mama. are the
0: glass doors very far
3: away or or not so much?
0: No, no, he's just like at the end of the room using the binoculars to look. It's, he was uh, a boy, she was his mom, can't <laughs> I make it any more obvious. Okay, Matt. Yes. The most recent total solar eclipse visible from America. What happened the same year as that? Was it the song by Taylor Swift, Welcome to New York, or was it Carly Rae Jepsen's Cut to the Feeling? Wow. Going back, I would look into that eclipse. That's, <laughs>
4: That's a tough one. Um, I'm just going to do the one I want to sing more. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> it's been it's, uh, You know, it, you did a great job and you will get the point. But it was actually, that was 2004. 2004- I want to cut to the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that's right 2017 correct correct
4: i think that if we're learning if we're learning anything with this game what we're learning is taylor
3: swift has been around (laughs) she has sudi this one is for you this is the last clue
1: i'm gonna really commit this time no matter what
3: i know you are the facebook.com launches at harvard what song came out that year was it a taylor swift Look what you made me do, or be Kelly Clarkson. Oh, come since you've been gone.
1: you dedicated. You took the time. But you're not my eye. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Honestly, come on. Yeah. What? My question was way
4: harder. Yeah. Yeah. That is. <laughs> so she's upfront about it. Yes, it was. It's so interesting what Suti did there, and I really want to point it out, and I want it to be heard loud and clear. She did not sing the famous chorus from that song. She instead went with the very sort of lyrical verse, Mm -hmm. and I really celebrate that.
1: Oh, okay, thank you, because what that really was was me not (laughs) wanting to sing the money note and then kind of copping out. So I'm glad that you interpreted it as like a thoughtful choice versus um, yeah. fear, which is what it was. To
3: me, it was a thoughtful choice. Sometimes sure. fear is a thoughtful choice. Just that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Interesting.
1: Interesting. Thank
0: you, Sudi Green. Thank you, Matt Rogers. It was uh, just a joy. Thank you. Thank
4: you. Thank, Thank you, you so for much.
0: having us so fun. Thank you. Sudi Green writes for Saturday Night Live and Matt Rogers co-hosts game show on Quibi. Earlier this year, we made an episode where every contestant was a podcast host. It was one of our last shows, live at the Bell House. Two of our guests were Marie Faustin and Cindy Washington from the podcast, The Unofficial Expert. And we had so much fun playing games with them that we asked them back to do it again. But virtually this time. We taped this a few weeks ago. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's the podcast going?
2: It's going. It's going. It's we're going. doing it. We're doing we're just, it. We just we don't like not <laughs> being able great. to like we well because we don't like not being able to like touch the guest and like make fun of their shoes. Yeah. Um, right. That's why. No, yeah. We're very personal. You know, we, we wanna it's a it's all about a vibe, energy. Like mm-hmm. you could you can feel how good the show is just because like we're having a blast. And now we have this this we're talking through a computer and I feel like this is just like love is blind. This is what it is. Oh, my God. That's so funny because is- Love is Blind was like the biggest show at the beginning of this year. And then now everybody is dating like Love is Blind. Yep. <laughs> Surely well, not is. everybody. Some of us are lucky, but, you know. Wow. Okay. That was triggering. Thanks so much. Um, I, really, I really appreciate that. Sydney, uh, are you dating through Zoom? Are you doing any dating? I mean, I'm doing all of the FaceTime. But I feel like yeah. I'm dating my friends more than anything, you know? I'm, yeah. I mean, Marie looks at her phone at least, I don't know, 10 times a day and I'm calling at least six. So. Uh, so, right. So that's FaceTime. Are you calling people on the phone or just FaceTime? Because no, FaceTime, that's rude. I feel, like, yeah. That's exactly. actually rude to just hear you. It's like we have to see your face because I don't know when I'm going to see you again.
0: Yeah. Anyway. And, to, and to FaceTime you, I mean, I feel like you have to Tell someone you're about to FaceTime. Still, oh, you can't. No, Sydney, Why Sydney would you loves a blind
2: FaceTime. What, wait, no, <laughs> are we are we really giving people the heads up? Hey, I'm going to FaceTime you, so I could give you the opportunity to decline my FaceTime. Yes, yeah,
3: yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, that's settled.
5: (laughs) Settled now.
0: All right. We have a a couple great games for you too. you You're going to work together for this first game. It's called Don't Sweat the Tall Stuff. And it's about some of the world's tallest things. We'll pose a question. You guys talk it out. See if you can come up with a guess. Also, we have multiple choice. If you're just like, I don't know, move it forward to the multiple choice.
2: I love a multiple choice, actually.
0: All right. Here's your first
2: question. At
0: a resort in the Catskills in New York State, tourists pay $5 to walk into a silo and look up to experience the world's tallest what? I was going to guess tree. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Your multiple choice is A, kaleidoscope, B, mobile, or C, bong. Oh. Mm. (laughs) So <laughs> true doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a lot coming at
2: you. We, it's I thought like, it was like a hologram. Things. I want to say kaleidoscope, Marie. Yeah, you're right.
0: Kaleidoscope. Yay! That's right. Yeah, That's correct. It's 56 feet tall. It's closed right now. P.S. You can't go with a bunch of people into Aww. a silo. I remember being a kid and... Looking through a kaleidoscope for the first time and not being impressed. So I can't imagine as an adult <laughs> <laughs> being impressed in the cat skills.
1: So. Okay,
2: Marie is high maintenance, just to let you guys know. <laughs> Kaleidoscopes, k-
0: I'm
3: anti-kaleidoscope.
2: Yeah, I'm fine. Sure. That's, right. I think that's, the platform uh, that's a good 2020 stance.
3: All right, here's <laughs> another one. Located in California, Hyperion is the name of the world's tallest what? Is it A, a soundstage, B, a tree, C, a roller
2: coaster? Mm, ooh. I would say soundstage. I wanted to say a roller coaster. Okay. Wow. <laughs> not My colleague and I. Wow. Ooh, wait, we didn't have and our wait, morning morning FaceTime, we're not on the same page we're today. We're not, not today. But that's why we work well together, Marie. We're, that's- you know, we're very um, opposites attract. Yin and yang. Yeah, that Paula Abdul song. Is that a Paula yeah. Abdul song? Yin oh, and yeah. Yang? Opposite to Trump. Yin and Yang. No, not yeah. Trump. Oh. <laughs> I was like, she did a song
0: like that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> can I give you a hint? Yes. You may have said it earlier for a different <laughs> oh, question. Oh, okay. Tree.
3: Tree is correct. It is a tree. You yeah, look
0: at that, Marie. <laughs> That's right. I was like, Marie is just a visionary. She's just seeing what's ahead. She's and ahead trying of to the find game. place of it. Yeah, oh. yeah so much. Wow. Yeah. Guys, but my, it's my, just...
3: my, this is a funny story. My doorbell just rang. <laughs> <laughs> do, do. You have a package
5: Ooh,
0: coming. Life? I don't guess? know. Life's I'm gonna going to find
3: out what it is. Hang Hi. on one second. You, you have to do guess. an
0: unboxing for it's us. Hilarious. Hi. Yeah, don't put on a mask. Don't let them. Anyways. All right. At the height of 456 feet, Jackson, New Jersey is home to the world's tallest what? Is it A, a tanning booth, B, a surfboard, or C, a roller coaster? I
2: was going to say roller coaster again. Oh, is that King Deca? I mean, I'll am say roller coaster too. That feels...
5: Yeah, lucky. it's King Dakar. You got it. King look
0: at Dukat. that! Yes. The yes. specifics! <laughs> uh, Jonathan, everything okay there over at the house? Everything's, everything's
3: fine. Everything's fine. It's a guy who's here to look at uh, some drywall uh, that needs to be repaired.
2: We doing that right he's now ready. during court? Yeah. 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 yeah he's, Does well, that matter? It
0: matters. Is that well, one of the walls you punched?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been punching walls. That's been my, my new hobby during quarantine, is just punching, punching walls.
0: <laughs> I would. No, I had, we had
3: a huge plumbing problem, and we had to tear out all this uh, drywall because so that these, oh. cause there was these leaky pipes, and then they fixed the pipes, and now we have to fix the drywall. Kind of create... mean.
2: That's kind of mean for the drywall to do that to you during this time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, here's another, here's another question. In 2013, a Los Angeles man invented something called the Stupid Taller. That's with two O's for some reason. The stupid taller. According to Guinness records, it's the world's tallest what? A, drinking straw. B, bicycle. C, bong. A lot of bongs in this, uh, this game.
0: Stupid taller.
3: Yeah, the stupid taller.
0: And the two O's are in the word stupid or taller? Mm-hmm. I didn't stupid. <laughs>
3: understand. <I'm> stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Okay, it's so a man.
2: Did they say the man's name?
3: Um, Not to me. Okay. In
2: my mind, his name is like Luke. Like Vincent. I was going to say Tom. Okay, say, wait, say it one more time. Is his
3: name time. A, Tom, B, Stu, no, I'm it's, no. It, so, <laughs> A, Drinking Straw, B, Bicycle, C, Bong? I want to say bong.
2: I want to say bicycle. Sydney, damn.
3: You guys are going to work it out. You have you know, in the past. Marie,
2: we've been going with what I have said for a while, so I'm going to trust you this time. It's a bicycle. You're absolutely right. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad we're together on this.
3: This bicycle, the stupid taller, is 20 feet tall, and (laughs) he uses a ladder to get onto it, and he has to grab onto a pole to stop it and get off.
2: But you wouldn't trust anything that had "stupid" with. O's in it. I mean, for a brief second, I was like,
0: "Isn't that what those does Stroop waffle?" But then I was like, "No, it's Stroop waffle. It's yeah. not Stroop Stupid waffle. waffle. Stupid waffle." <laughs> I love those things. All right, this is your last one. Okay. According to Life and Style magazine, which Spice Girl is the tallest? Oh, ooh. is it okay. A Baby Spice? Is it B Ginger Spice? Is it C? Posh spice is it D? Scary spice is it E? Sporty spice or is it F? Tall spice. Oh,
2: tall spice! <laughs> <laughs> I love long spice. Um, I wanna say sporty spice or scary spice. You wanna try sporty then? Well, because sporty, I feel like always had on flat sneakers. Mm. She did. Yeah, I'm gonna say sporty. Spice. Well, that's just sporty.
0: Yeah, you're right. Oh, oh, my gosh. So, wow. But Boom you know what? Bash. None of them were super tall. I mean, Sporty Spice was 5'6", Mel C. Mm-hmm. Scary Spice, 5'5". And I feel like Sporty Spice basically had the best outfits because everybody else had to be in, like, tight, you know, whatever. They had to be all yeah. glammed up I'll and assume. dressed up, really. Yeah, yeah, and she was wearing sneakers, half tops, and... Jogging pants. She wearing,
2: <laughs> she's wearing what we wear right now. She's exactly. wearing right freaking <laughs> now. She's wearing Ivy Park. She was with... ahead of her time. She, she was. Elevator. She knew what the what the world was going to turn into. That's she's right. the Walt Disney of the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're
0: gonna go with Marie? Yes. Oh, that was great. You guys yeah. did amazing. You guys did amazing. Well done. Well done. Well done. This is- Coming up, we'll play another game with Sydney and Marie, and I'll talk to Queer Eye's interior design expert, Bobby Burke. This is Bobby's first interview on NPR, and I totally understand why he didn't have time before, since uh, completely redesigning someone's home is a bit more involved than, say, teaching someone how to cut an avocado. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
3: Taylor Swift has dropped a new album. She is
6: the biggest pop star in the world, and everything she does makes news.
0: I gasped. I was like, oh my God,
6: I've been there, and you can identify with it.
3: For a breakdown of Taylor Swift and her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.
1: Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR.
3: This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
0: Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with the hosts of the podcast, The Unofficial Experts, Sydney Washington and Marie Faustin. Okay, are you ready for another game? Well, I'm ready. Of course. So, uh, hey, we have a music parody game for you.
2: Get out of here.
0: Yes, we do. It's called Maybe Baby. Uh, This one, you're going to compete against each other, so we're going to go back and
2: forth. No! This is not nice. We rewrote songs
3: with the word baby in the title to make them odes to other two-syllable things starting with the letter B. So I'm going to sing clues to those other things in the parts leading up to the chorus. Then I'm going to stop, and you, because you immediately know the answer and want to sing, are going to jump in and sing the chorus with the replacement word.
2: Yikes. Oh, I'm going to not do well at this. Okay. If I, sang,
3: if I sang the song Hey Baby by No Doubt, but the lyrics were changed to be about bourbon, you would sing, hey bourbon, hey bourbon, hey, when we got to the chorus.
2: That's not nice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to tell you the artist before I uh, do the song, so that will help.
2: Oh, because that will help. They'll help me. narrow it down. Yeah.
3: And as with all of these games and all of these shows that we're doing right now during pandemic times, if you don't know the answer, we're awarding style points for anything. <laughs> for
2: literally yeah. Yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Done with Panache.
2: That's my firstborn baby's name. <laughs> is panache. I love that. Panache. Is Panache here? Did you feed uh, Panache?
5: I love
0: that baby. <laughs>
3: panache. Okay. <clears throat> so here is your first one. Sydney, this is for you. Okay. This is a song by Britney Spears. Mm. My wrinkled
5: forehead, my frown line eyes They won't look old when they're paralyzed one more injection to
2: ease my mind. Smooth every line. I, to be honest, I just heard the guitar. I really couldn't hear the words. Um, oh, really? Can you do it acapella? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's spice it up a little bit. Let's do it acapella. <laughs> let's switch well, it on I'm you I'm shy.
3: Now. Okay. All right. I'll do it a cappella. Okay. My wrinkled
5: forehead, my frown line eyes, they won't look old when they're paralyzed. One more injection to ease my mind, smooth every line. Botox hit
2: me one more time. Yeah, Yay! that's
4: right.
5: Yay! Nice.
3: All right, Marie. Here's one for you. This song is uh, this song has been famously performed by Smokey Robinson. Ooh. Uh, but also Linda Ronstadt and Seal And a bunch of other people
5: mm. I've got some eggs For breakfast on my fork But how about some crispy Strips of salt-cooked pork I'm frying So, I have to say something at the end of
3: this? Yeah. What was yeah, the
5: two? What was the two-syllable
3: word? Yeah.
1: I'm frying bacon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bacon is correct. That was ooh baby baby, except with bacon. So ooh bacon bacon. There it is. <laughs> ooh, bacon. <laughs> uh,
5: okay. I love this it,
3: game. This is fun. Oh, good. Uh, This song has been performed by Cat Stevens, The Tremolos, Yola Tango, and others. Probably most famously Cat Stevens. I just lose all self-control
5: When I slice and toast this bread that has a hole I've got lots and fresh cream cheese I can't wait to put a schmear on one of these.
2: When pizza's on a bagel, you, <laughs> you can have pizza, pizza at a time. <laughs> <The baby. laughs> uh.
3: yeah, yeah, so I, I, I appreciate the uh, Pizza on a Bagel theme song, but that was actually Here Comes My Baby, and then Here Comes My Bagel. Mm, yum. All right, Marie, this is The Last Clue, and it's a song by Whitney Houston. Here we go
5: just call and i'll teach you there's a path that'll reach you i'm gonna show you four noble truths nirvana will change your view just let me enlighten you i heard nirvana will change you
3: yeah nirvana the four noble truths enlightenment
5: oh buddha
2: Oh, that's Buddha.
3: right. I'm your Buddha tonight. I'm
2: your I'm your Buddha Buddha tonight. tonight.
3: Yeah, you go. Oh, it. I love that. Yep. Well, I now really I like that. It. But I hated it before. I love it now.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm, glad good we, I'm
3: glad we turned it around for you.
0: What a pleasure. Thank you so much, Marie. Thank you so much, Sydney.
2: I had fun. Thank you for being um, the only thing that I'm doing today. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's so honest that it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney and Marie
0: host the podcast, The Unofficial Expert. It's time to welcome our special guest. He's the interior design expert on the Emmy Award-winning Netflix series, Queer Eye. It's Bobby Burke. Hello, Bobby.
6: Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Very excited to be here.
0: Thank you for joining us. Um, You know, I am not alone with saying this. I think all of the internet has said this. You, as the design expert... You do a lot of work on this show.
6: Well, I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew that going in. Like yeah. I knew that you know the design aspect of the show was going to take a whole lot longer than the cooking or the, the fashion or right. the hair. You know, and uh, Jonathan, though there have been there have been haircuts like um, Jody. In season three or four, she had that long hair she hadn't cut in 22 years. I think it took him, like, eight hours between the color and the cut, like... So it takes them a long time too. But yes. Some,
3: some haircuts are just, harder to do than a kitchen renovation, it's true. <laughs> yeah,
6: right. You know what? And all honestly, they probably are.
3: <laughs>
6: Let's You know, choices. I know I know how that kitchen is gonna react to bleach. He doesn't always know how that hair is gonna react. <laughs> That's right.
0: And right now, you know, because of uh quarantining, we're all spending a lot more time in our space looking at our stuff, our things. Do you do you have a succinct design philosophy?
6: Uh, I mean, my approach to design is, is really about how it will make people happy, how it will make their life function better, how it will affect their mental health. I hope I almost hit and stop record on that as I was talking. <laughs> <with my hands. laughs> so when, on the show,
0: when you, you know, you're walking into your hero's living space and you're mm-hmm. thinking about functionality, pragmatism, and then you're do, adding that extra thing of, you know, how is it going to make them happy. That's like the, that's the hardest element I imagine. Cause that's so specific.
6: So I usually go out a few weeks before the other boys and my team and I, we find a warehouse and we fill it full of shelves and we start ordering. I mean, anything you could possibly think of. And then that week after I meet them and I learn about them and I learn about stories from their past and their families and lovers and their dream vacations and favorite shows, that's when I start finding out things that I'm really going to infuse and make it really personal for them to where when they walk into that home, they don't feel like they're walking into a home of a stranger. They feel like they're walking into their home. Right. And then I have a big box truck with shelves on the sides. And I go in and I fill that box truck full of stuff that I'm like, all right, this feels like them. This feels like them. And then we park that in the front yard and that's kind of our little mobile store. And we just go and start doing things.
0: And you share a lot of your own personal story on the show. Part of that is that you've shared that you have been fired from almost every job you've ever had before owning your own business, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Were there any uh, particularly glorious firings?
6: Yeah, I mean, I got fired from Restoration Hardware while Tom Felicia was in the store filming Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) He was the original you, right? Yeah. Big mistake. Huge. (laughs) Was it
0: something that happened with those two situations colliding? No.
6: No. So I was um, the, the the merchandising manager and visuals manager. So I was at the store the night before, like, getting the store perfect. You know, I'm a Virgo. I Nothing but perfection is acceptable. So we were the team and I were supposed to have left at, like, 8 at night. I ended up leaving at, like, 1 in the morning. Um, we all forgot to clock out. So next day, I get to the store, um, Queer Eye is there filming, and I go down to clock in. And I realized... That We hadn't clocked out, but the general manager had assumed we left at 8, like we were scheduled to, and just clocked everyone out at 8. Um, I saw that. And so with another manager standing there with me, I was like, I'm fixing everyone's time, including my own. Well, changing your own time was very much against the rules. and ah. And so the general manager reluctantly had to fire me. And like, it wasn't a, Oh, you're fired. It was a, Oh, why did you do this? Like I, and that the manager that was there with me come to find out like, had not wanted my position. And so wanted me out of there. And so she's Um. the one that went, ratted me out. Candy. I remember you. And so, you know, she had to fire me, but it's funny. Like I've kept in contact with that general manager throughout the years. Like it wasn't a negative experience. You know, it was a, I get it. It's a technicality. It's like she regulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when the press came out that I had been cast on this show, like she sent me a DM and she's like, aren't you glad I fired you? i like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: it's, you are very self-sufficient. You you leave home at 15. You move to New York when you're 22. Short time after that, you are the creative director of Portico. Uh but in between that, you you lived in your car for two years. You had a a lot of different jobs in retail and service. I just think you know, not everyone lands where you are, having to survive like that. What what kept you going?
6: I mean, just because I, you know, you you see you see where I landed, but you know, there's <laughs> been failure after failure after failure. There has been you know, many times where I didn't know where. I, I was paying my rent or where I was being able to afford my next meal. And, you know, those times, it hasn't really been that long ago. You know, I had my own businesses for years, but there's also, you know, I opened up my first store in New York, you know, November 2007, (laughs) you know, and then the market crashed in 2008. And, you know, so there was always some very, there was some very hard times. Um, You know, it hasn't always been a success, but, um, you know, I think the key to it has just always been not taking not looking at failures as the end, the failure is just a lesson to help you do it better the next time.
0: Right. Uh, And you have been uh, dispensing decorating tips for people's virtual homes on the social simulation Nintendo game, Animal Crossing. Yes. Yeah, you give uh, hip tips. Basically. Hip tips.
6: So what's a reoccurring hip tip that you're giving a lot? Um, Move your furniture from the walls and put it in the middle of the room. People are like, I just don't know how to spatially put them. Like, why is everything like pushed against the walls? I'm like, put a rug in the middle of the room. Bring your furniture into the middle of the room. That's, I think, the number one piece of advice I had to give people.
0: Great, that's a w- great one.
3: I will say that's uh, hard for New York City living because sometimes the room that you're yeah. in is the size Agreed. of a
0: couch.
6: Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I believe that. I was in New York for 14 years. <laughs> I, I very much get it.
0: So we, based on that, we have a ask me another challenge for you, kind of uh, about Animal Crossing. Are you ready for an okay. ask me another mm-hmm. challenge?
6: Yes, please.
0: Okay, fantastic. For our listeners who are not familiar with Animal Crossing, it's a game where you live on an island with a bunch of anthropomorphic animals that it has a heavy interior design element to it. So, And in this game, you are just going to guess the animal we're talking about based on a description of its home. Okay. (laughs) It all becomes perfectly clear right now. Okay, here's the first one come take a look at lily's pad her decor keeps things fresh fresh water that is the poster of Kermit on her wall really pops plus she's got a great diy recipe for catching flies which pairs very well with turnips hmm could it be a frog <laughs> why yes it could yes it is <laughs> Since she's the world's largest bird, villager Phoebe finally broke down and paid for an expansion. Now she has room for her custom turtlenecks with extra neck. You could try holding down the B button to race her, but I doubt you'll beat the fastest bipedal species on Earth.
6: She's the biggest bird and the fastest?
0: World's largest bird, fastest bipedal species on Earth. So, yeah. The,
6: a flightless, a flightless Flightless.
0: Bird flightless bird. Yes.
6: Oh. Is it an ostrich?
0: Yeah, that's right exactly. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs> exactly. I, I know. Like, were you
0: ostrich- were you
3: did, did you have in your head you were like wait a minute. I know what the fastest bird is and I know what the largest bird is <laughs> and they're not what the is same. They? Is largest that what was happening in your head? <laughs> oh,
6: Mimi. Uh-huh, oh, Mimi. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, a flightless
0: bird is a weird, creepy thing. I will just say that. It if it looks
6: weird. like a duck and it quacks like a duck, but it's fast and big, it's an ostrich. <laughs> that's, that's what they say. <laughs> that old expression. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Here's a, let's see if you get this one. I have I've a good feeling you'll get this one. Ava finally grew up and flew the coop. Sorry co-op apartment that she shared with 15 foul roommates who were really rustling her feathers. Now she has plenty of space to hide her eggs for the bunny day egg hunt. It's her first one, so she'll have to wing it. Is it an Easter bunny? (laughs)
6: <laughs> a chicken, a chicken,
0: <laughs> and you know we've been saving up as many chicken puns as we have uh, for ten years or so. So we were able to put them all into that one
6: question. We have a we have the, the big uh,
3: the encyclopedia of chicken puns on our
5: desk. That that,
6: that was like a, that was like a Vegas hotel and casino, like the designer. The designer had all these great ideas that they've come up with over the years. And they go to the developer and they're like, hey, we have all these great ideas. Which ones would you like to do? And the developer's like, yes. They're like, wait, wait, no. But which one? And he's like, yes, all of them. Let's do all of them. That's right. Yeah.
3: (laughs) All right. This is your last clue. In the four to six hours that he's awake, Ozzy is constantly crafting furniture at his outdoor workbench. In those other 20-ish hours, this marsupial is either crossbreeding flowers or zoning out while chomping on eucalyptus
6: leaves. A koala. Mm-hmm. That is correct, do you guys koala. Know, do, you guys, do you guys know why they sleep so much? Why? Because there's actually cyanide in eucalyptus. It oh. puts them to sleep. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, we, we learned that when we were filming in Australia. There's actually cyanide in eucalyptus that and that's their main diet and it just knocks them out
3: i do the same thing but with whiskey
0: (laughs) uh you did you did amazing of course you did amazing thank you so much the new season of queer eye is out right now thank you so much for joining us bobby thank
6: you guys such a pleasure such a fan of the show
0: (laughs) thank you season five of queer eye is available now on netflix Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton.
3: Hey, my name anagrams to thou jolt a cannon.
0: Our puzzles were written by our staff and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Ashley Brooke Roberts and Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another's produced by Travis Larsha, Kiara Powell, Nancy Seychow, James Barber, and Ramel Wood. And this week, we have to say goodbye to our amazing intern, Nick Garrison.
3: Raining rocks.
0: We are so happy Nick was here to help us with so much, including helping us figure out How to turn a live event trivia show into something we could tape from home. And Nick always brought an amazing attitude, took on everything we threw at him, and even wrote some of the games you've heard over the past few months. So, Nick, thank you so much for everything. We're going to miss you. Our Senior Supervising Producer is Rachel Neal. Our boss's bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grundman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm Horite Begonias.
3: Ophira Eisenberg.
0: And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Next time on Ask Me Another, from HBO's Insecure, we have actor Natasha Rothwell. She reflects on getting the call to be a writer on SNL after first auditioning to be a cast member. Just like, you know, being broken up with from your crush and then getting a call being like, he wants to go on a date. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions.
2: On It's Been a Minute, we're keeping you in the know when it comes to culture. I break down the latest trends and the forces behind them and introduce you to the creatives who think deeply about how we live today. Come for some good old cultural analysis
0: and have a few laughs with me. Listen to the It's Been a Minute podcast from NPR. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably
1: know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go.